0: Larry21 Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com, take your podcast to the next level.
2: Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lees. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Elise. And on today's episode, we're diving back into the Big Bang Theory, giving our review of Season 9. But before we do that, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a podcast looking to grow your audience and get more engagement, then check out Pondex today. Go to Pondex.com, use the promo code on Larry21 for 10% off your order. And now on to today's first topic. In a TV landscape where lasting success is incredibly difficult to come by, The Big Bang Theory has defied all odds and managed to survive for a full 9 seasons. In terms of ratings, the show is popular and successful. In terms of quality, things were a little more chaotic this year. Season 9 took some interesting gambles that helped shake up the familiar formula. At the same time, there was an awful lot of wasted potential, particularly in the latter half of the season. The result was a very uneven and often frustrating experience. The fallout of season eight necessitated a few major changes when the show returned. At, when the show returned, for one thing, Sheldon was coping with being dumped by longtime girlfriend Amy, even as he was on the verge of proposing to her. Meanwhile, Leonard and Penny were still determined to carry out their impulsive Vegas wedding, despite Leonard admitting to be drunk during his extended absence months before. Both of those storylines set the tone for the few, first few months of the season. The Big Bang Theory suddenly became a darker and more drama filled show. Darker being a very relative term, of course. But the tonal shift was a very apparent in the premiere and long afterward. For the most part, this shift in the focus was for the better. It certainly worked wonders for both Sheldon and Amy. Sheldon's whole shtick from the beginning has, has been playing the obnoxious but lovable know-it-all whom everyone else tolerates. Despite his selfish behavior, Amy rejecting Sheldon was exactly the sort of wake-up call he needed. He very quickly realized he had been taking Amy for granted all this time, and luckily, rather than bring the Sheldon-Amy riff to a swift conclusion after an episode or two, it became fodder for an extended storyline that played out over the first half of the season. More than a other character, Sheldon grew in significant and tangible ways this season. There was a sense that he learned to temper his behavior and think about the needs of others before his own. At least once in a while. Amy didn't necessarily grow or evolve as much, but for a meek character who's too often been the butt of everyone else's jokes, seeing her develop a backbone and take Sheldon to task for his bad behavior was a crucial step forward. Not until the mid-season finale, the opening night excitation, did the two finally reconnect. That long journey made the payoff all the more sweet. In general, the opening night excitation easily ranks as the highest point of season 9. As much as the darker shift helped reinvigorate the show this year, there were times when the em- emphasis on character drama over humor grew tiresome. That episode achieved a great balance of humor and big character movements. The decision to parallel Sheldon and Amy's first sexual experience with the rest of the gang as they watched Star Wars The Force Awakens for the first time was inspired. You can say that Sheldon and Amy took their first step into a larger world that week, having Bob Newhart reprise his role as the befuddled ghostly mentor Professor Proton. It's just icing on the cake. This more dramatic approach didn't work quite as well when it came to Leonard and Penny's ongoing storyline. The season premiere raised some interesting questions about their relationship. As the two soon-to-be newlyweds dealt with Leonard's surprise admission, they were also forced to confront the holes in their relationship. Does Leonard truly want to be with Penny, or is he just a self-loathing nerd clinging to the pretty girl for dear life? Does Penny want to be with Leonard forever, or is he merely the safe, steady life raft in her chaotic life? Does she even need him now that her professional life is in better shape than Leonard's? All of those fears and doubts were in the air, as the two considered one of the most important decisions of their life together. Ultimately, the writers seemed to brush those questions to the side. The two wound up getting married, and any fears about the health of the relationship were quietly forgotten. There were still points during the season where the show addressed some of those lingering issues between the two, There was the lingering problem of how to convince Sheldon that he couldn't be Leonard's roommate forever, a dilemma which formed the basis of the 2003 approximation. There were also occasional flare-ups of drama stemming from Leonard's repressed feelings of inadequacy about Penny becoming more financially successful, but for the most part, the season never took advantage of the potential drama set up in the premiere. That said, the first half of season 9 followed a pretty consistent and enjoyable course, other than the bland The platonic permutation, which among other things wasted a perfectly good Elon Musk appearance, there weren't any particularly lousy episodes during this stretch. The same could be said for the latter half of the season. Having wrapped up the ongoing Sheldon-Amy storyline, the writers finally turned their attention to the rest of the core cast. The show was long overdue for some Howard Bernadette and Raj-centric episodes by that point the real failure of the season came in its inability to u- utilize any of those three characters.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.
2: continuation of his chronic post-astronaut blues. Howard is constantly afraid that his life peaked during his time in space. He was determined to find some outlet for achieving financial success and proving that he could support his family. That struggle only intensified with the reveal in the Valentino submergence, that Bernadette is pregnant. As far as plot twists go, that wasn't exactly a bombshell revelation. It's inevitable that any sitcom that places so much emphasis on romantic drama and lasts as long as the Big Bang Theory has, is going to tackle a baby storyline. The question is always whether the addition of a baby to the mix will upset the general dynamic and cause the show to jump the shark. Whether that will be the case with the Big Bang Theory is anybody's guess. As slowly as Bernie's pregnancy is advancing, we may not actually see the baby until the end of season 10. There was a lot of potential for Howard in this year between his impending fatherhood and his lingering grief over his mother's death. There was also the running plot thread involving Howard collaborating with Leonard and Sheldon to build an advanced new guidance system. But rarely did any of that result in compelling storylines or memorable humor. For the most part, both Howard and Bernadette felt like bit players this season. Helberg's physical comedy never failed to entertain such as the extended karaoke sequence and a positive negative reaction, but that was about it. Then there was Raj. Despite having the most potential for great character drama this season, Raj managed to become the single most obnoxious character on the show. More than ever more than even intentionally annoying characters like Barry, it took months for the show to start tackling the fallout of Raj's failed breakup with Emily from season 8. It was difficult to understand why Spencer was elevated to series regular status this season given how rarely she actually appeared. Not only that, it was frustrating to see her so underutilized when, she, when her slightly personality could be a terrific addition to the core group. When Emily did finally start entering the picture again, it was only to serve a new love triangle as Raj waffled over whether to keep dating Emily or pursue his new obsession Claire. That love triangle quickly turned into a quagmire that damaged all three characters. Much like Emily, Claire had the potential to add something new and fun to the group dynamic. But the writers never showed an interest in her beyond her ability to inject drama into Raj's life. And as Raj began dating both women on the sly and gloating about it, at every turn, he lost all his usual appeal. Most of the time, Raj is the lovable loser whose crippling shyness and inexperience sabotage any chance he has at a lasting relationship. That quality quickly evaporated as Raj's behavior became more obnoxious and indefensible. One of the first goals with Season 10 should be to perform damage control on the character. The latter half of Season 9 was at its best incredibly uneven. It's no coincidence that these episodes that did stand out were very Sheldon-focused. As much as the show is guilty of prioritizing Sheldon over all the other characters, there's a reason for that. He can often carry the Big Bang Theory in its weakest moments and that he did this year. Sheldon enjoyed some strong storylines in episodes like The Soldier Excursion Diversion and The Fermentation Bifurcation. Not only did Sheldon help ramp up the humor level after the relatively dour first half of the season, he was able to continue his slow but tangible process of maturity. Unfortunately, Season 9 wasn't able to redeem itself in the final two-part storyline. The first half, the line substitution solution, suffered from focusing entirely too much on the gruff, unlikable Beverly Hofstadter, and while the element improved once Sheldon's mother Mary and Howard's father Alfred joined the frame in the finale, that episode failed to wrap up any of the season's dangling plot threads. All the buildup to Leonard and Penny's real wedding came to nothing resulting in a very anti-climatic finish to a generally troubled season. So what's our verdict, you ask? Well, to be honest, the Big Bang Theory started showing its age a little more this season. The first half of season 9 was generally successful, as it took a relatively darker approach to the characters and delivered a satisfying extended conflict between Sheldon and Amy. But as the season wore on, the show failed to achieve a consistent focus on the make-use of characters like Howard. Bernadette and Raj in the same way it did Sheldon, Leonard, and Penny. This season had some great episodes, but also proved to be the most uneven year in the show's long history. Let us know your thoughts on this season in the comments section below. And as always, give us a thumbs up if you like our video. Subscribe to the channel, and hit the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. If you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash goal. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.